0: I would love to start us off today, Swish Ninja, by addressing the quick topic of Sasquatch cheese. But more on that later. <laughs> what? The- <laughs> Is that your M M&M and M bar crackling, or is that your keypad just going really fast? Uh,
1: a little from column A, a little from column B. <laughs> a
0: little bit of both. <laughs>
1: it is. Um, just before we get going, the reason why I have these M M&M, and M, this M M&M and M chocolate bar, like the actual like block, is mm. because um, so this afternoon at work, I was uh, up at one of the section of the hospital and, um, the, I got offered this, like the M&M chocolates and, uh, some Pringles. And it was a little bit confusing. Like I wasn't sure, like, cause the, the lady came up to me and said, uh, which one do you want? I said both. And then <laughs> she sort of gave, <laughs> she sort of gave them to me. And then I got distracted by someone else sort of, uh, needing my attention And then, um, I put them on my trolley and did a couple of things because for some reason I thought that she just gave them to me, like just to keep, um, and sort of then to share with other people (laughs) (laughs) without realizing that maybe she just wanted me to take a piece of the chocolate and a, you know, a few of the Pringles. And then it didn't really occur to me until afterwards when I walked out of the room that I was in, that they had been taken away and they were not on the trolley anymore. And then I was like, oh, I haven't had any yet. But I didn't know where they were and I was looking around and I didn't want to make a big fuss about it because I kind of wanted them really badly and now they're gone. And so, and I don't know the person's name, but it was only later on that I realized that it's like, I thought to myself, I can't even function right in a social interaction such as that. Like just to go, oh, okay, yes, I would like a piece and grab a piece and not go and not just take both of them and kind of walk away with them.
0: I mean, was it a <laughs> whole Pringles can?
1: Did you just think there walk was away like the
0: whole Pringles can?
1: I'm gonna say there was like two thirds remaining. So there was still oh quite God, a bit, and there was quite a bit left. Well, well I, I, I did not Well, I held it, and then she kind of walked away. To Maybe another she was part of the. It to you then. I have no idea because then someone took them from my trolley, so yeah. that's why I have them with me.
0: I I have some trivia for you. First, first I have oh you God. know I promised okay. you.
1: Yes, you, you did. Said,
0: you said ancient history. I went ancient history, so you know yeah. how uh, how Egyptians used to worship cats. Yes. Yes, you know.
1: Do they still I worship know. cats? They don't.
0: You know and I know, and uh yeah. uh we haven't forgotten this fact, and Egyptians probably haven't forgotten this fact, and you know who else has not forgotten these this fact cats cats have not forgotten, right. which is why they act like they do today. No, I'm kidding, that's not
1: the trivia. <laughs> <laughs> I am not surprised by that, even if it was fake <laughs> that kind of makes sense,
0: doesn't it though um, it I does. actually was reading up on um on the Smithsonian website. Yeah, I know. Big, yeah. big reader here. Yeah. <laughs> and it was saying, it was it was like saying how there was, you know, a big blah, um, blah, blah, blah. Where was it? I don't know where that is. But the, anyway, there was, there was like a huge display of Egyptian art and cats and, you know, like cats on furniture legs, cats on this, cats on that, which sounds like my ideal uh, civilization, to be honest. Yeah, of but course. Apparently... It wasn't so much like worshipping cats as it was sort of associating cats with specific deities because you know how cats, they don't all have the same personality. Some of them are pretty indifferent. Some of them are like pretty like I'm protect my kittens. Some of them. um, So apparently they've been studying this and it's less like a worshipping thing and more like I can respect you because you do cool like you do stuff that I don't necessarily understand why you do it all the time. But like I respect that, so it's more of like a. I, I guess they're describing it as sort of like a in association with different deities. Like, oh, you know what? This cat really reminds me of Bastet because she really likes kitten. You know, like or really yeah. good motherhood thing.
1: Um, yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah, um, so- like they're a medium of, of these, or uh, not a medium, like a conduit of, of these of their deities. Like, uh, are, are, no, a reflection. Totally
0: yeah, reflect. Yeah, because yeah. um, they had so many, so many deities for like everything, yeah. and obviously they had a lot of cats. Um, <laughs> as, <laughs> as you can see, uh,
1: just combine the two of them together, and it just you know it makes it makes a problem sort of go away.
0: It, clearly, yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, they they so I guess not I really of, like not like oh I'm bowing down to my cat kind of thing, but yeah, they did associate it with different things, which is pretty cool.
1: Yeah, it, it sort of uh, gives it more of a a multi layered kind of relationship because everyone just assumes that like their their immediate reaction to cats and ancient Egypt is that they worshipped them and they were kind of treated like they were gods or you know, like they had cat gods essentially. You know, that, that's sort of like it's and I kind of thought about I didn't think of it as a much more complex relationship, but mm-hmm. it is. And that's actually pretty interesting. My because my initial reaction when you were gonna do ancient Egypt was, oh, this is gonna get like weird.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I mean, I can get weird.
1: (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, okay, that's a pretty cool one. I my one kind of went to a couple of different directions because I started as usual, I freaked out about it, and true to form, I'm like, I decided to. Only in the last couple of hours, try to figure out what I was going to use as bits of trivia, <laughs> <laughs> like I did at uni. <laughs> oh,
0: good. Oh, yeah, I said that was like a ten-page paper, and this was like yeah, yeah. one paragraph of one piece. Talking. Yeah, good. I'm glad you freaked out. That the seems initial one, true to form.
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the initial one was going to be like uh, I started looking at weird facts about ancient Rome, and mostly Holy. it was just like <laughs> mostly it was just like stuff about you know. Uh, stuff about, you know, their shit and their pee and all that sort <laughs> oh, of stuff. I, <laughs> like, oh, of good. course, all right, just what that's whatever well. they do. And one of them was, like, their toilets used to explode because oh. of the methane buildup that they had oh. in them, which, yeah, that's pretty fantastic. Just imagine, like, going in there and thinking, like, this could be it for you. <laughs>
0: <God>. <laughs> like, I'm like oh. I thought... An overflow was bad, but an exploding toilet sounds yeah. a lot
1: worse. Like you go to a toilet to relieve yourself, and sort of like you know,
0: and then the toilet really—it's
1: <laughs> exactly poop a bit of me time. Exactly. Oh, why
0: wasn't my phrase "poop shrapnel"? Oh, no. That could be your next
1: one. Mm, it's too we'll late. That, It's not a surprise. That away. Okay, all right. all right, no worries. you might
0: make a comeback.
1: <laughs> okay, but mine was going to be about this ancient. Um, sport in Mesoamerica called simply the ball game. Oh, Um, And it was played through all the major civilizations um, in ancient America, which is a weird kind of phrase to actually say itself because we don't usually associate the Americas as like ancient as we would, you know, associate, you know, Western Europe and Egypt. But yeah, so – They were played on huge stone courts in in the city's sacred complex, so they held, like, this religious kind of connotation, and what I found pretty insane about it was that – so, one of the mythologies about it was the game is an important element in the story of um, a couple of the Mayan gods – and the pair annoyed the other gods of the underworld with their noisy playing. And so they were tricked into descending to the underworld uh, and they were challenged to a ball game, which they lost. And one of them had their head cut off, Um, oh, joy. which was a foreshadowing of what was a common practice for the players. Unfortunate enough to lose a game was that they would have their head cut off. So, I was like, "Oh, okay, sport. Fantastic. Oh, there's also sacrifice in there as well." But oh,
0: yeah.
1: You know, which is, you know, usually how it happens, but there was a <laughs> <laughs> there was a couple of things that like there's only a couple of things that was really kind of cool about it apart from, you know, the heads being chopped off and all. So they were were where am I looking? Uh,
0: I don't know. I can't see you.
1: Okay. So the main aim was to get like a solid rubber latex ball through like these um, huge rings Um, kind of. So it's almost like, it's almost like one of those competitions where you'd have to like throw a ball through like this hoop or whatever. Not like, not basketball, but like,
0: (laughs) (laughs) you knew where my mind was going. (laughs) Yeah,
1: exactly. But you know, those games that you have at like halftime shows where like, if you got to throw the ball through the hole and you win like $30,000, I'm guessing this was sort of this, Except if you didn't, back in those times, if you didn't, you'd sort of lose your head. But oh, what's so great yeah. about it is that the ball is like a lethal weapon. It's It was this huge kind of thing that could be like, it was like, it could be as big as like a soccer ball, um or sort of like as small as like a softball, I'm guessing, and could weigh up to like three and a half kilos. And because it's like oh. solid rubber, it could break bones. So just imagine trying to like and you and the thing is, you would use your and it was kind of like football, where you would only use your elbows, knees, thighs, and shoulders or and feet.
0: Oh so, oh that football, yep, yep, yep. Yeah.
1: Sorry, not American football. <laughs> I'm back. The real football, <laughs> I'm back again. man. Oh wow. So, yeah, like, I just find that fascinating that, like, this is a game. I mean, and it's not that oh, I heard that.
0: <laughs> oh, no. I know. I, think, I don't know why. But I...
1: <laughs> I heard um, it's not that different to a lot of contact sports now that, it, you know, a lot of them are quite, you know, rough and violent. Wow. But just the fact that, like,
2: yeah.
1: this was just so, like, intrinsically violent and the fact that like the ball's a weapon in itself.
0: <laughs> the ball <is> a weapon. <laughs> <laughs> Like you go to like kick the ball once and that's it. You're done. That's like, yeah, that's, that's your it. play. Yeah. You yeah, better make it count because your foot's broken now.
1: <laughs> it's in, it's in an angle that it shouldn't be at because there's a strange, there's a, there was a video that I saw a couple of days ago um, of this guy. It's just, you know, one of those sort of stuff that you see on Facebook where he's got a medicine ball uh, and he's looking to kick it like he's gonna like drop punt it, and oh. um, it goes about it goes exactly how you would think it would go. It it mm. just he kind of flips over the ball because clearly uh, the medicine ball defeated his foot. So that's exactly that's the that's the image I saw when I started reading up about these about this game. So yeah, that's maybe, my little maybe like little thing
0: maybe nobody won because everyone was so bad at this game that like they never sacrificed anyone maybe we think they sacrificed people but like actually everyone sucked at the game and they just had a good laugh and a beer about it later you know yeah or maybe it was like it was actually like uk football where one team does die at the end
1: well that's the thing (laughs) well
0: that's
1: (laughs) exactly look okay this is this is from the last little bit of this little article and it goes as games often had a religious significance the captains of the losing team or even sometimes the entire team were sacrificed to the gods. <laughs> so wow. so yeah it was um it was pretty intense. And it was also so is that like kind of
0: like the No, you go.
1: I was going to say it's it's I have no idea what I was going to say so you go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm sorry I've ruined it now. <laughs> I was gonna ask you another question. Maybe this, maybe this will spark your. Okay. Have you ever seen Road to El Dorado? Is it kind of like that game? Oh, is like that, in Road the... Dorado, is
1: that the. That like the animation, animated. No, yeah, I don't think have... I've seen that. Oh
0: man, it was so good. I mean, I didn't see it for a while either. Like I, I probably... saw it way after it was released. Yeah. But yeah. you'll have to watch it and tell me if that's the same game. I think like it at would one have... point
1: it would be close to it. I'm guessing.
0: Yeah, like half the team, like the losing team, had to get sacrificed or something, and then they were like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! This is a Disney film, or whatever." I mean, maybe it's not Disney. I don't know. I think it's Dreamworks. there. You go. Yeah, so, there we go. Oops, no, this this <laughs> podcast is not sponsored by either one of those. Lucky, lucky Good. on me.
1: Get the facts right. Get the facts right. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so that's that's the ball game, which I kind of I kind of because cool. I remember I remember reading a scene, a documentary on it like, a couple of years ago, and I found it fascinating. Yeah. And, you know, I like I like ancient stuff, and I hadn't, but a lot of the stuff that I had read and looked up was mostly, you know, Greek or Roman or Egyptian stuff, um, mm. or even Chinese, like, that, that sort of area. So, stuff from, like, you know, Mesoamerican and, like, the Central American empires and stuff like that seems to, I had never really kind of... Thought of and in, in in any significant way, so it's cool to kind of jump into their little into that world for a little while. Yeah, which is yeah,
0: and it, it's it's cool.
1: Yeah, I was going to ask you about because we were talking yeah. about how we wanted to expand the whole movie or TV show that we've seen over the week, and um
2: oh yes,
1: because I went to go see a double feature last night, but. Oh, wait, I was going to say something about, I had, oh yeah, um, just quickly, because I want, um, you can, (laughs) because I want to hear about your um, Queens of the Stone Age experience, but I went to go see, um, I saw, hey, we're running a double feature of THX 1138, which was George Lucas's debut film, I'd never seen before, and it was really fantastic, and uh, Logan's Run, which is so quintessentially from the 70s. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> like, it yeah. looks like a cult. Like, just, it, it is so, just like all this color and it looked like it was filmed in like a, like the food court of like a really big, you know, shopping mall, which was just, like, I couldn't get, <laughs> <laughs> like, the elevators were clearly like from the 1970s, you know, oh like it God. was clearly that. Um, but there's a, there's a lot of, there's part of it where they're sort of like, you know, spoiler alert, they're running and that um, they <laughs> no, end. No, surely <laughs> not.
0: It's called Logan's Walk. I know,
1: right? <laughs> Logan's trot uh, through the... Logan's <laughs> fast pace. Logan's sauntering. Um- <laughs> <laughs> so there's a part in it uh, where they're in these ruins, um, Logan and I think Jessica is the name of the, the-, the lady and... They come across this old guy, and he lives in these ruins with like just a lot of cats. Um, mm. And I immediately thought of you when it came to that because it's just uh, these cats are just everywhere, just roaming around. Yeah. And um, they did
0: actually. I was that character. Yeah. You yeah. Came to <laughs> ask if I wanted to be in the movie, and I said yes.
1: Yes, and you went back in time, and that's what you did. You made it mm-hmm. happen. But I just yeah. It just left mm-hmm. me with so many questions about why there were so many cats uh, in a place where there was actually no humans, and where was the food, and was there like cannibalism, and did was there a hierarchy of cats, and all those sorts of things. And there was like a fight scene mm-hmm. in the middle of it, and you know, I kind of got freaked.
0: Cannibalism.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so yes, yeah, sorry. A fight scene. <laughs> just, just. That just really grounded to a halt, didn't it? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so there was this fight scene and, like, they kind of hit a cat, like, accidentally, but I wasn't <laughs> sure if it was, like, a real cat or or a puppet cat, like a prop cat, but it moved. <laughs> it just, it was a really, it was a really odd film. Yeah, that's all I can really say about it. Like, it's just a... Um-
0: yeah. It was odd and like 70s. An
1: it was. It was an experience. So yeah, that was um, that was my little thing.
0: I'll I'll do that. I'll actually tell you about my Logan's Run experience, which is not a lot. Um, but I have seen the first part of that movie, so I know what you're talking about. Like with the like what is going on here, kind of is this occult feeling. Yeah. And it was like when I was nine or ten, and like my uncle just happened to put it on and kind of walk away from the TV. <laughs> and so my cousins and I were all like watching it, and we were all really young and we're like, the hell is going on like why are they (laughs) sacrificing people like oh suddenly he has to be what and then you know suddenly like i i wasn't really following the story maybe there's an explanation for this but all of a sudden he's like i have to go i have to um i have to run away and i'm like okay that's cool you know because that part was explained then he's like i'm gonna call a lady from my fireplace yeah robot and like, then we're gonna run away together. Like, no, dude, just run away by yourself. Like, why do you need to involve her? And in was she this? a hologram like, so or
1: was she not? And I'm like, but that, I, was like, it clearly she? isn't? Was she I was don't a- know because, like, how does is it like? Um, oh. this, is it like in Star Trek when they get beamed up? Like,
0: so you don't know either. No, no I don't
1: know.
0: That was my question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you watched the whole thing and you still There's don't so know. So many things were left on the oh. table. Like, yeah,
1: I don't understand. Like, I couldn't. Like, the whole reasoning behind it was That's, sort of, like, mm. I, I, I'm still not quite sure, like, exactly why they did what they did. And some of the dramatic stuff was, like, oh, mm. so this guy must be old. And that was yeah. the extent of the dialogue. And I'm, like, is there is there more to it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there any more? You here? can't just stare dramatically into the middle distance after you say a line oh, of you well can. you can of course <laughs> <laughs> you can do whatever you want but that's not going to convey everything from that piece of dialogue but yeah I, I was confused by the um the shedding of all like those bits of information that you're like why they said that but now they're not really Doing that anymore. And there was this sort of like underground resistance thing that was sort of like built up as this big thing, which I'm sure was like what you might have seen at the start that just doesn't go anywhere. So I don't, yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, I'm not too sure about that yeah.
0: film. Um, I'll be honest, as a, as a young child, I did wander away from the TV and do something else <laughs> because I didn't get it. uh And I think I probably would have done the same thing last night. Yeah, you would have wandered away. Um, but, yeah. But. I'm 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 upset that I didn't watch it through to the cat part though because I feel like I would have been there for that, you know. Yeah. That like that would've been
1: my saving And that grace. was a big part of it as well. Although I I was a little bit but then again, it was another one of those things where then they left the cat place um with the old man and went back to their city to sort of be like, "Hey, this guy's old. We're all good, you know, you, we can be old now." Which again, I wasn't too sure about because I'm not sure why they were Like they had this sort of, they had the title card Mm. beforehand about, you know, what happened and like there was some sort of like catastrophe and stuff like that, but it never was conveyed. It was just sort of there. It's like, oh, okay, post-apocalyptic and everyone's got to be like, everyone's got to die before they're 30, uh, on their 30th birthday and then that's it. And then there's no crime or there's, you know, everyone lives in paradise and a utopia and everyone's smiling, which is kind of like a cult, you know. It is a- exactly <laughs> a cult. That is
0: definitely. I mean, it was a cult. Let's just be real. It was a definitely, definitely a cult, cult. Yeah.
1: I mean, when they have um, like, when there's like five different shades yeah. of green and red. That's that's where a cult comes into play. You know. You I think? think so. That's.
0: Okay. Five different shades of green and five different shades of red. And then you have a cult. So like five different Christmas colors.
1: Basically. Yeah. Yeah. When, when the color scheme of the clothing is quite, is sort of standardized, that's when you feel like there's something up about it, you know?
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. So target yeah. employees are also in a way. in a Yes. Cult. Those red polos. You'll <laughs> see them anywhere.
1: <laughs> they'll come out at you and they'd be like, do you have time to, for us to talk to you? You about our Lord and Savior? Need... Low it's low not prices. A target employee, oh, dude. Okay. <laughs> oh God! Oh, uh, low low prices. Oh, you have my undivided attention.
0: Can I just add that, like, you know, Star Trek: The Next Generation did a really similar episode about people having to die before, like, when they're sixty or something. Yeah. But they actually made sense because it was Star Trek: The Next Generation. I they highly suggest that episode, but I can't remember what it's called. Because I'm, I watch so many of them that I just—it's all lost <laughs> in my brain now. So, yeah, watch watch the entirety of Star Trek: The Next Generation. <laughs> it, and it'll
1: great. pop up somewhere. Okay, I'll I'll try to that's remember. My, it.
0: That's that's my yeah that's my one my one thing okay. to you. Um. Yeah. Okay. So, Queens of the Stone Age. <laughs> um, it was it was really good. So we, me being like. I'd like to be an early person instead of just a person who's on time and also thinking like, oh, you know, the crowds will be pretty bad. Uh, we got there about an hour before they started and there was like no one there. There were like 20 people in, so this was in the Margaret Court like arena, so yeah. the tennis courts. So it was already very small and I was like, oh, that's, yeah. that's pretty small. And and um, so we were just kind of standing there, but we didn't want to go all the way up to the front. Um, not only because... Like, you know, it's it's a little bit better sound if you're standing a little yeah. bit further back. But we also didn't want to get, like, in the accidental mosh pit area um, when people did decide to show up. Because I'm no. not about that life. I am fragile and breakable. Um, and also, because, like, we were standing up a little bit closer. But, oh, my dear Lord, someone let out the most <laughs> rancid <laughs> fart that I have ever <laughs> smelled in my life. And I just feel like it should be a PSA that when there are other people around, you need to hold that in. <laughs> that is not okay.
1: You know, sidle your way to a other part of the arena, at, at least, to sort of make sure that it doesn't hit as many people as it would if you're in the center, near, you know.
0: Oh, my God. It was a lot. It was a, <laughs> it was a lot, lot to deal it with. Was, it was- <laughs> It was a lot to deal with. Um, there was a bathroom yeah. very close by, I might add. So we just kinda we Doug and I gave each other like a weird look and we're like, we need to move back. Um, so we did. Yeah. Uh, we did. And then it was fine. Um and let's see. Okay, so so it says this show starts at seven thirty, but obviously they have like cover or not cover bands, but like bands going cover, for them.
1: Cover bands we play quickly. <laughs>
0: yeah and that was the whole concert <laughs> no so the who are they the the Chets came on okay. first um, and the only song that I recognized was leave me alone I'm on Smoko or maybe that's reversed I'm on Smoko leave okay. me alone something like that um, so that was good they were like they were yeah. like a punk band um, so I had, I had fun with that but I haven't been to a concert in a long time so like as soon as the drum started like mimicking my very own heart and taking over the beat. I was like, oh, am I gonna have an anxiety attack? Is this gonna happen right here? Can this not happen right here? Um but it was fine. It turned out fine. I want you to know that people who are anxious can indeed go out and do. That's encouraging. Things, so that, that is encouraging. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so they were great. and then I thought the band would start and then they had another <laughs> band. like I thought it was just one band opening and then they yeah. were they were gonna go. Um, no, it was not that way they set up for another right. band and it had like a chorus of like, uh, I don't, it, it was almost like a big band sound and they had four like backup singers. Oh my God! And their first song was like a big band chorus song like about zombies. And I was like, this is fantastic. I, I mean, I don't even like, I could listen to these yeah. guys for an hour and I very nearly did. I think it was at least, at least half an hour. Um, and they were very good too, but I can't remember their name. Well, And that's unfortunate. Big band
1: zombie song. That's sort of, that's what we've got so we can probably
0: yeah it was like a a big band sound but it wasn't like a i don't know there's a a trombone (laughs) there's a guy who played both trumpet and saxophone and i was like kudos to you you got all the ladies trumpet and saxophone are two of the sexiest instruments in a band if you ever went to band camp you want to either be playing trumpet or saxophone so that that includes like
1: a guitar and bass guitar and Drums and
0: uh, I feel like if you're talking about band camp, guitar, okay, little right, bit too okay. cool for band camp, unless you're going to jazz band camp, in which case that's like a whole other
1: was that, was that,
0: but, uh, yeah, no, you I never go
1: through there, okay, camp. was that, was that a thing, jazz <laughs> band, camp? band camp?
0: I don't know, I'm assuming it was, I'm sure there was a jazz band camp for like most of it would shows. have been
1: improvised, right?
0: I'm sure you could go. <laughs> yeah. The when you're in high school, they actually like give you uh, sheet music and they're sometimes they give you a little bit of leeway on the solos. But if you're like sort of a beginner high school band, they will actually, you know, they'll have the solos oh, okay. written in there for you. And then once you get to college, they're like, they just basically, basically what they ended up doing for me as a piano player was they'd have music for everyone else. No one had bothered to write the piano part for the jazz band at all. So they're like, oh, just listen and play along. And I mean, I did, but it were was you like, able oh, to? well, I guess I don't have to bring yeah. anything to class. You, right. you can
1: kind of pick up something just by listening to it in that in that situation yeah
0: and i mean they, they sometimes tell you like what key it was in but generally you just go oh that's that oh, okay note. okay cool. yeah um and it's well I'm, i guess i'm making a, a smaller deal of it i mean yeah. not everyone can but it was jazz bi- jazz like a, a good jazz pianist probably could do even better probably. than <laughs> at just you know like hearing it and yeah, I, I reckon they could. Uh, well, well, yes, I just, <laughs> I'm going to say yes. <laughs> I
1: just find that skill very impressive, just to sort of pick up by ear, you know, sort of what the note is and sort of where the songs or or the melodies going, and be able to kind of then um, play it on an instrument that hasn't been sort of had uh, the sheet music written for it. I mean, that's pretty impressive. Am, am I making too much of it? Of I don't think or... so. I
0: think I'm just making too little of it, but it feels weird to make a yeah. lot of it. So we'll just, well, I can't take You don't want to boast. So I'm going to slide past this compliment <laughs> and um, say thank no, you I, to I the understand. jazz pianists. And um, yeah. anyway, that was a good zombie song. It was great. Yeah. I loved it. Uh, <laughs> and then. Next. Next, uh, at about nine, so like an hour and a half after we thought they were going to come on, but obviously they were cover bands, so don't know what I was thinking. They finally came on, which was cool. Um, Yeah, and I didn't really know what to expect because I would I'd heard their music, and it's, I mean it's it's like it's it's pretty much it's rock, but it's like got a a sort of a, I don't know. Sometimes it's It's got got a dark, yeah, it's like a yeah, um. Which was really cool, and obviously I had my earplugs because yeah. I'm a nerd. But you know what? Other people <laughs> had them too, so I don't feel alone. I like to preserve my hearing. Yeah. Thank you very much.
1: Granny. You're thinking ahead, yeah, it's... Granny Carolyn. Yeah,
0: yeah. Is, yeah, is good. Um. So yeah, it was it was really fun. They opened with um, a couple songs. The only song that I kind of remembered, like you know, knew that I had definitely heard before they played like three songs in. So after that, everything was a surprise and it was great.
1: Oh, awesome. <laughs>
0: yeah, but, um, this was, this is Doug's favorite band, but I hadn't really heard too oh, much okay. of them. It was, it was a, his, his right. belated birthday present. Um, yeah, birthday that's band. right. Yeah. yeah. So it was, it was pretty cool. And uh, I just, their lighting was just so good. Like I couldn't even, every now and then I'd just look up the lighting and be like, Wow. Like someone designed this and this is, this is good. Like they had. Like when it
1: gets linked to the music?
0: Yeah, it was linked to the music. They had a fog machine going. So they had, you know, at one point they had the lights um, on one side of the stage turn on. And then on the other side of the stage turn on. And it would put him in a silhouette on each side. And it was just so cool. And I was like, what? This is amazing. And then they had um, very, very bright lights that made them all look like they were in black and white because of the fog. And it was so cool. Yeah. And they had like a forest of LEDs. That is the only way I can describe it. They had big, long sticks of LEDs that like you could kick and they would wobble and they'd like play around with them. If I had a dollar for every time they kicked one of those LED trees, like I would at least have made up the money that I paid going to see that concert. Um, They kicked them around (laughs) so much. They didn't even break. It was great. It was amazing.
1: That's that's so cool. I think that's the thing with concerts is like that element of the visual aspect of it can be just so overpowering, especially when it's married to the music in a way that just, it just creates that sort of experience where you can't, like, no matter how you kind of describe it, you've got to be there. It's like when you hear a really good joke, you can retell it, but it's just not going to have the same impact. Yeah. You know? You know what I mean.
0: I do. So yeah, so
1: you enjoyed it. It was it was good. I it was great. I really
0: enjoyed it. Um, I I made sure to. So I've I've found in the past that like sometimes I don't know what happens, but like I don't always seem to live in the moment for concerts, which sounds very hippie, but like it's legit. Like I'll I'll either get too absorbed in the music, or I'll like it's absorbed, but then start thinking of other things for something weird. So I made sure to like pay attention. That sounds really weird. Yeah. Like it shouldn't be hard to pay attention, but like. I don't know yeah. sometimes
2: Yeah. No, it, I can totally so relate sure. to that.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. you're enjoying it so much that you almost can't enjoy it. Like, it's weird. So I was like, I am going to pay attention. I'm going to enjoy every single song and it was great and like honestly, the amount of false endings they had on the very last song was astronomical. <laughs> I thought they were going to yeah. end about 5 times and they were like, "Oh, just kidding." And I was like, oh, "Okay, we
1: What was their done. What was their last song?
0: I don't even know. You... <laughs> oh <don't> even... God! <laughs> um, it was. I feel like it was almost a combination of two songs, which is kind of the best. Like when they make a medley of their own songs. Yeah, yeah. They did that a couple times where they just kind of went seamlessly from one song into another song because they had that same kind of feel. And I was like, well, I don't know yeah. your music that well, but that's clearly not the same. But they, yeah, they were very, very good.
1: But you dug it, like oh, you, you dug absolutely, it. and dug, dug it, dug, dug it Doug. too, Doug, dug,
0: dug, dug, dug it,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what's the what did you mean by prevalence of baby sharks?
0: Oh, thank you for reminding me. Oh yeah. Oh my lord. Okay. Um. So you know the song Baby Shark? Maybe you don't. Do you need me to start singing uh, the
1: song? Yes. <sighs> okay.
0: <laughs> um, Sorry. I'm I'm gonna just I'm gonna sing maybe the first verse and then we're gonna stop okay. there because I think everyone's gonna turn. Uh, the
2: sh- sure.
0: But it's got movements, but you obviously can't see me. So I'll just do the movements and like, you can pretend that I'm doing. Yeah. I'll sing it for you one day, like in real time. Okay. Yeah. space time. Okay. Fantastic. Baby shark. Do, 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 do. Baby shark. Do, 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 do. Baby shark. And then it like goes, that's, that's literally the first person. It's like mama shark, do, 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 I'm shark, do, do. Yeah. Anyway, it goes on like that. You've got Daddy shark. Sometimes you've got grandma shark, grandpa shark. I don't know what the kids are listening to these days, but like I heard it on the train and it's become such a big thing. Like everyone's complaining that their kids know this song now. And like, I don't know how, if it just got over to this continent, but like we learned that back in summer camp, like 18 years ago, how did it take so long to get over to, to Australia? Like, I could have been annoying my parents with that for years now. In fact, I probably have been.
1: Now that you come to that realization. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, what's the... I am that child. What's the... So it's exploded just recently. And, like, are we talking, like, kids... Of like like young kids, like you know, six or seven year olds, just sort of yelling this to their parents.
0: I almost feel like either they're teaching it in schools, or like maybe it showed up on a TV show, like a kids' TV show, and they just were like, "Oh, that's like a camp song. Let's put it on this TV show," and then everyone watched it. Maybe that's it. Maybe.
1: And now it's going viral.
0: Yeah, it's it's gone viral. It's in in every single. It's a virus. It's in every single child. It's in the system. (laughs) (laughs) It's in our systems. (laughs) You must get your children vaccinated against baby sharks.
1: Um, This horror must be stopped.
0: Yeah, and I just hadn't really heard it until the train, and I just heard this little kid like yelling along to the music. And obviously, they don't really know music yet. They're like two, which is fine, but they clearly (laughs) know how to say baby sharks. I was like, wow, this is this is also a lot to to handle.
1: Could you see their parent kind of, like, wishing they were kind of, you know, not on this plane of existence?
0: You know, I didn't even look over there because...
1: Oh, hey, okay. I felt
0: really bad for the like I felt like everyone was probably giving them dirty looks so I was like I'm not I'm just gonna leave them alone with my eyes
1: oh I I have complete <laughs> sympathy I I just you can sort of you can see it in them it's just like yeah. oh, I feel for you They're just kind of like, like, I don't have kids but you just breaks. like
0: yeah you can definitely yeah <laughs> see that their soul has broken and that they no longer care yeah. and I was like well if you don't care I won't care so
1: I wonder when that realization is when like you know, your your child comes upon like uh, a song or a, or or like a TV show or a movie or something like a, a piece of media, and you're like, oh no, this is this is gonna just dominate my life for the next like six months. Mm. Like you know, like twenty four seven. Like this kid, your kid is just gonna have this just nonstop. Like you will never stop hearing this piece of media. Absolutely. Like when Frozen came out. I was just going to say. It was just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was everywhere. And you can see the parents going, like, it's a really good film, positive message, and all that sort of thing. And then – but the parents are just, like
2: – They're dead. Their inside. soul
1: has just fallen apart and just – from just hearing Let It Go so, so much. Yeah. Like, you cannot come back from that.
0: I think any – Their kids
1: are totally fine.
0: Yeah. Any parent – after 2012 already like as soon as they knew they were having a kid they were like this is it my life is over i'm going to hear frozen 24/7 like i think after yep. that realization you know after 2012 when frozen i think came out was it 2012 2013 uh
1: 2013
0: okay 2013 then yeah, yeah. that yep. was when every single parent broke except for the ones where the kids were <laughs> over 18 cuz i sing it all the time but like my mom doesn't
1: have to of hear you that don't. Yeah, no, fight no. Fight me about it. You're not calling her up and just <laughs> you're not calling her up about it and just start singing the song. Yeah, like but I mean, there is a sequel coming out next year, so
0: I'm you know, interested. Brace, to brace see for it. impact. Oh boy, I'm I'm interested to see it, and I also okay. So I know that everyone this this is not scripted, but I'm I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> not that this has Go been scripted. <laughs> We, just we, have, wrote and, we, we wrote this. We wrote this for two it. and a
1: half years, and now we've got yeah, to this point. That
0: got, oh, finally! <laughs> I I know there was a, a ton of call for Elsa to get a girlfriend, and while I love that idea, I also kind of am okay if she doesn't have anyone. You know, because like she is a strong, independent queen who don't need no king kind of thing. Like she doesn't need yeah. someone. So I would. I would almost be disappointed if they didn't have a new, you know, like a a new princess to be sort of, you know, like, yes, if you want um, a lesbian princess, like, make a whole new thing about it. Don't just, like, have it tacked on at the end. But maybe that's me just, you know, because I definitely want to go that way. But, yeah, like, I feel like this character is really good by herself, you know?
1: It's a very interesting little kind of wrinkle because it's... It's very, not sensitive, but just if you, yeah, because I'm I'm all for that sort of thing if it works for the story and the character um, and that sense of, um, you know, bringing forth that diversity in a positive, well-rounded aspect. But there's always that element that surrounds it of that it's, um, people will see it as not politicising but kind of, using it as a way to get people to talk about it. You know, like, it, it, it for some reason or another, whenever there's a, uh, a character is a certain gender or, or race or sexuality, th- there's always that kind of noise that's lugged with it, unfortunately, that it's like, it's about this and it's about that. And it kind of, you can kind of lose the, the character itself because everyone's talking about what like that one aspect of them which I guess comes back to what you were saying how like it's not um what's the word well, like
0: it shouldn't be I could do it with finding, someone else yeah like, yeah
1: exactly um
0: like I definitely want that conversation to happen but I'm not sure if yes. she's the right character because at the same time yes you know we want to show them all and do these awesome things well I guess okay yeah. now nah, you know I might digress because Moana also had no relationship and that was really important as well because like I, I'm i really happy yeah. with these like quote unquote Disney princesses just you know gradually moving away from that prince thing and just being like hey I'm a strong woman who can do X Y and Z instead yeah. of like yeah. oh I you know I have a person so like I'm okay they with feel like being they've got agency. independent yeah like yeah but yeah I guess I wouldn't be mad if it happened but I'm thinking like she can also go on her, on her own as well I just don't want it to be like one of those things where they sort of you know, you know how um some people like they won't make something technically canon, they won't put it in a movie, but at the end of it they'll be like, Oh yeah, this totally happened. Um just was like so by, yeah,
1: by the way, yeah.
0: Um I'll I'll put an example in there. Like, by the way, Dumbledore yeah. is gay. Like that's Yeah, a- I
1: was thinking that. But yeah,
0: I wanna see it. Like I want it to be legit. I want you to put it in a movie. Like I I don't want you to shy yeah. away from it kind of thing. Um so, yeah, I, I don't want it to be just like, oh, yeah, Elsa has a girlfriend, but not in a, you know, like, just either make it a statement or I, yeah. I'm afraid they'll just kind of, like, slip it in there and be like, oh, yeah, no, it's it's totally legit. it's And then just kind of back away. I don't know. So I, I think she's going by it's, herself. If you're gonna yeah, make, like. Make I, a whole new awesome. Vibe, yeah. Yeah.
1: But, Do that instead. But yeah. if it's like, you know, I, it, like the Dumbledore thing felt like a cop out. It was sort of felt, felt lazy just because it was like, oh, sign of the times, let's make him gay. But then it's like, well, yeah. but why? Like now, like, where are you going to go with that? I mean, How do you actually make that meaningful instead of just tacking it on yeah. at the end of like a this whole saga? I can understand I really, why. Um, yeah. I was going to say, I can understand why, um, what's it called? why Disney might want to make or like those reports are saying that they want to make Elsa um, have like a, a girlfriend. Uh, Cause it's it's sort of easy to, you know, throw that in there, you know, it's a popular, you know, franchise and character, and you're able to kind of, you know, you don't have to do a lot of legwork.
0: That's true. Yeah. You know what I mean? That That's actually a good point there. Like if you're going to make someone like that, I guess she's already very well loved. So I guess that that's a good point. Yeah.
1: And they have space for it. they have the space to kind of make that happen. Like it's Definitely. not like they're yeah. ret they're not like retconning, I guess, in, in the moment, like they like um like what happened with Dumbledore. Yeah. You know, like he can yeah. see it. But then again, like I, I agree with you where it's you know, where you said that let's actually if if they're going to, don't make it like this underhanded thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just like say it. You like know? that's fine, that's cool. Um,
1: yeah, exactly.
0: Secretly hoping that in the new in the new um like they mentioned something about it in the new uh, what am I trying to say? The new f- uh, fan- Fantastic Beasts oh. and Where to Find Them, but like at the same time, I understand oh, yeah, that yeah. it's not the right timing because okay, like Dumbledore and Grindelwald had a thing. Yes, I'm a I'm a Potter nerd. I can tell you this all day, um, yeah. and I can understand like you could kind of see, you could definitely see the friendship in the books, and I feel like you could sort of see it going deeper. So like I'm not going to say that she completely copped out there, but I guess it wasn't a main focus of the book. Um,
1: Which is understandable.
0: Yeah, but then I really hope it's even like, even hinted at in the movies would be so nice. Because it is, it's not the main focus of that time. And of course, you know, Dumbledore's the one that hunts Grindelwald down. Spoiler alert, sorry, whatever, the books have been out forever, (laughs) read them. Um, (laughs) But like, if they don't have a little bit of that love in there, like even, you know, you're doing the right thing, even though you love this person, like, they need to show it a tiny bit and that's what i'm afraid they won't do in in the movies i guess so i guess we'll see well, we'll see but
1: yeah there's like a there's a nuance and subtlety there that is very rare for a a major film to kind of explore regardless of what what that what that relationship is going to like what relationship that they're looking to explore like in any film mm. so the odds of it happening, specifically for this yeah. one film, is very small. I
0: know, but you know, they do such a good job. They could just be, yeah, like a passing like some some sort of underhanded comment about like uh, things like that. You know, like
1: their relationship, like not in, like and not in a very kind of you know. Uh, it's just it always feels like when when these sorts of things come up, it's just so obvious and, and kind of lacks any grace, you know, just to sort of explore a relationship of any kind tends to be quite um, blunt and it it tends to sort of become a, uh, not a, oh, what's the word? Like a passing kind of thought. Like it, it's not handled with as much, uh, I guess, priority or, or relevance to the rest of like the story or the plot.
0: Yeah, and probably because they only have so much screen time, they're gonna be like, "Oh, that's not really important." But I feel like it's important to make in the characters' tick, So maybe, maybe the actors will know that and be like, "Okay, well, if we act this this way," but I guess we won't well, really know until,
1: until it comes. Yeah, I mean, out. Yeah. I mean, I for some reason I, it feels kind of like it would be an important part of of. of- that conflict between Grindelwald yeah. and, and Dumbledore.
0: Because obviously it's like about it. his heart, but he's like, well, you're kind of evil, so I have to kind of yeah. do this thing. Sorry.
1: And Newt is caught up in the middle of it. And, and you know, from what I've seen from the, the trailers and the story so far is that it sort of feels like Dumbledore wants Newt to help him because, you know, he's saying like he can't move against Grindelwald for some reason. And that's and so probably, yeah, like – you know, that and and I'll, a part of yeah, part of that reason probably does include the the, the complicated feelings that he would have hmm. um, for Grindelwald. So th- there is a lot to explore there, but at the same time, like how I guess it just depends on where the writing goes,
0: yeah, and where, the,
1: where the film wants to go with it. Like you know, it always comes down to how you don't want to sort of try to muscle in your expectations of where something wants. Of where a story might go, because then you'll just be disappointed by it and be like, "Oh, they didn't do what I thought they were going to do." It's like, no, it's because they don't know what you're thinking, and they
0: <laughs> What's you know
1: that mean that's they not- can't <laughs> tell
0: me telepathically. I'm not connected yeah. to them. Uh,
1: that's okay. not their priority, but yeah, not it'll be my interesting single to see. If they-
0: they- Damn.
1: No. Yeah, sorry about that. I didn't want to break okay. your bubble, but um, no. yeah. Well. To make things even more kind of depressing didn't realize until you mentioned it that the anniversary of 9-11 came by a couple of days ago.
0: Yeah. um, Yeah, it it did.
1: It did. And it sort of, you know, like I don't look at the news as often as I used to, like I don't watch, you know, television news or, or anything like that. But I would have thought I would have, like I got to like the 12th of September and went, Oh, shit that's right that happened Mm. and that just went by um actually i I am coincidentally like after you mentioned it to me the the next time i saw it was um a article on espn about um the baseball like the major league baseball sort of commemoration of the anniversary because the baseball part like was a big thing uh for new york when when it uh when the season so the season sort of ground to a halt for like six or seven days after the attacks and then yeah
0: i mean understandably definitely and it was
1: a really emotional kind of um moment when baseball you know started happening again um you know at yankee stadium and um i think it was shea stadium back then
0: Mm, um, yeah i think so
1: you know for the mets and the yankees and so you know that element of it is was quite kind of i guess the focus for that but um yeah, it's still kind of surreal when you th- sort of think about it. Like I like everything like every time like this comes up, but it just feels like there's a before and there's an after, and that's it. That's the that's the inflection point of everything that's kind of unfolded right. since then. Even if it doesn't feel related to it, it just feels like this whole century is now defined by that moment. And um yeah, is kind it or Or maybe um, I'm just Well, I
0: mean if you're if you're thinking the 2000s, yeah, probably because it happened in 2001. Yeah. Um Yeah. Yeah, probably. Um cuz it's it's really interesting. I don't know. It, it's interesting because um first of all, don't feel bad because September 11th over in America is actually September 12th. It's what- over yeah so, <laughs> like it's not really bad. obviously yeah um but yeah you know I okay so I obviously personally was not affected by this because I didn't yeah. live in New York I didn't know anyone who lived or worked in New York um, it was very sad but at the same time like I didn't have any personal connections so obviously I wouldn't yeah. feel as strongly about it so you know some sometimes like it took me until about noon to be like september 11th september. oh oh yeah oh my god oh yeah, yeah. And, you know like you sort of have this moment of sort of somberness i suppose um and you, you can't forget sort of, about that day no you you can't really and yeah. I, I mean i i exactly remember like what you know where i was and everything yeah. um but also like i i know it's going to you know Obviously, it happened seventeen years ago. Like the people who actually mm. are going to remember this are maybe my age or older. So, like the kids, yeah. you know, the kids wouldn't know. It's kind of like becoming like, um, you know, Vietnam War, Korean War, going back further. Yeah, it's becoming yeah. like the Cold War, or World War Two. You know, like stuff fades. Um, it's and receding. It is receding in time, and that is, we have our memorial days, um, and those are important. Yeah. But we we can't. I don't know. Okay. I, I you don't mean, want to kind of be
1: like anchored to it?
0: Yeah. You don't want to be anchored yeah. to it. But obviously, if, if 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 it affected you very deeply, I think you should – obviously, you can be sad about it. You know, grief yeah. doesn't have like an expiration date. But at the same time, I just feel really bad because when it first happened, there was such a wave of hatred for every single Muslim in America. I've yeah. read some reports where, you know, someone – uh was like shaved his beard, took his turban off, um stopped wearing traditional all the traditional clothes, stopped doing all the traditional things because he got attacked at his own workplace by another coworker you know, like yeah. someone had their mother shot because she was she was Muslim like it's just we can't forget that there were so many more innocent people affected by this than just
1: it was you know, just like a like mess of riot, chaos, right.
0: yeah it was yeah chaos like and then, you know, the, the whole, like, obviously, yeah, we, we don't like terrorists. That's not, no. that's not a negotiable. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. That's not debatable. Yeah, we yeah. don't, we hate them, but yeah. there were so many innocent people who have died in our war with terrorism as well. Like you can't forget about them. Yeah, so really yeah. when I remember this day, I'm not remembering like just those towers or just, yeah. the people in, I'm like, I'm thinking about everyone who's impacted on this. So it's, I think still it's happening. for me, yeah, to to because that really did impact a lot of, and it's yeah, it still does. It actually really, really does impact um, people's thinking about different religions, and then they're like so suspicious of Muslims, and you're like, no, it's not, not what happens. Oh hi, kitty. Um, <laughs> well, that was that was such good timing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess it's important to remember, but it's it's important to remember just more than you know, even what our country yeah. went through. It's, it's, it's important to think of everyone on that day because, yeah, like, nobody likes violent, crazy people. Nobody does. Like, ask no. anyone. Ask pretty much anyone, and except for the violent, crazy people that you ask, no one else will like violent, crazy people.
1: Yeah, um, we can all agree on that part yeah, of, of things.
0: but then, but... okay, Steve is violent and crazy and wearing a red shirt, and Rob is over there also wearing a red shirt, but he's, like, a really nice person, you don't kill Steve and Rob.
1: No, you, know, you don't. Like, ridicule that's no. yeah,
0: yeah. You, you know. don't go, oh, Rob, you're obviously awful because you're wearing a red yeah. shirt. Exactly. Because Steve's being crazy over there, and like, you yeah. must be in with him because you both are wearing red. Like, that's
1: not <laughs> it's just not to break it, it down. Into like a- yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Like, it's 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 much more complex, and yet so much simpler than than what people sort of make it out to be. Like, it, it doesn't have like what's unfolded since like since that day has been so much kind of, I guess, misinformation and, and uncertainty and this kind of, I don't want to say conditioning, but this element of suspicion that it's arisen that we're, un- that a lot of people are unable to shake. And look, it, it, it's difficult because you sort of, we're kind of subconsciously vigilant of things now but we still want to be very accepting and and kind of want to feel like we're always going to be welcoming to people and always wanting to tolerate and and try to understand better uh, about things, but you you don't want to kind of feel like you're going to slip up. But then there's an element of how much, um, are we like, like are we really that unsafe? Like are are things really that, um, and I'm talking, I guess in, in, in a lot of the the Western world, is it, is it really that, um, like, are we, are we in that much danger? Like, I don't think we really are, you know, no. we always have these sort of flare ups and, and these sort of attacks that happen. And look, they are terrible, but like, it's not this constant kind of like uh, cloud of fear that's going to happen at any point at any time.
0: I think for a yeah. lot of people it is, but it shouldn't be is the thing. Yeah, like, you yeah. shouldn't have to worry about that. In fact, I'll be honest, a lot of Muslim people in America are way more scared of white people because guess who's been doing a lot of the killing lately? You yeah. guessed it. Oh my God, <laughs> it's white men. Um, it's
1: unfortunate. Uh,
0: someone's going to like comment on the podcast now like, oh, not all white men. Um,
1: but that's, make sure yeah, you hashtag it, friend. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? This is where we get our audience. Huzzah. <laughs> Fantastic. This, is, oh, good. this, is, this is what we've been building to. So. I don't
0: even have my fedora. I don't have a fedora. Oh,
1: God. Could you like actually it. pull off a fedora? It's I think tough. I, I think I think a girl, I think a woman can pull off a fedora better than like a, like a just, like a regular, like a, like if you pick a random woman, I think they can pull off a fedora better than a random guy.
0: Especially like a random woman in a jazz band. Cause I think jazz bands really, you know, they can earn, they yeah. earned their fedora rights. Oh, without show. a doubt. Jazz bands and big bands. Like they've earned which brings us back to the big band that I still don't know the name of, but you know, if one of them had been wearing a fedora, I would have been okay with it.
1: Context. That's what you want with with, hmm. with fedoras. Right. I not would just randomly that. having one with a samurai sword in your mum's like apartment <laughs> block. You know, like it's just like, what are you supposed to be doing with that? Where not are we that going there's any
0: shame still living with no, your parents. No, not at I- all. Totally overheard no, <laughs> some rich people the other day and it just yeah. was like, what? Oh my god. They were they're they're saying? like uh, they were okay. First of all, it was hilarious because they were like, they were kind of like what you would imagine for a rich person to sound like, but like in a movie. So they were almost oh, a, right. like a like a comedic stereotype of a rich person because they had.
1: Such not all English rich people sounding
0: accents hashtag. hashtag not all rich people yes yeah. <laughs> exactly um and at one point someone the the lady said something and really sort of sort of snooty sounding um and then the guy said yes tis," and he legitimately <laughs> used the word "tis," and i went who does that
1: but in That's- a correct but like correctly like he used it in oh, a correct way okay he
0: definitely all right. used it I'm correctly okay with um, okay. which was all right. impressive yeah yeah they just sounded so um, – and they they were having discussion because they were worried because their friends um, seemed to have too many houses. And now that the children are at boarding school, um, right. they, they just had to sell some houses. And I was like, oh, um, I would like a house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't actually say that. Um, yeah. But yeah, but they went from that, like in that same breath – from like, oh, yes, are the, what are they going to do with the extra houses? Oh, yes. To, you know, I wish millennials, or not, they didn't say millennials, but like, I wish children would stop waiting around for their parents to die and like move out on their own. And I was like, wait, what? Um,
1: like where exactly?
0: Where do you want to, you have all the houses. You just said yeah. so. <laughs> like you've got them all. You got like 10 of them. No, probably not 10, but yeah, it seems they had too many houses on hand. And I was like, this is actually <laughs> hilarious um, if it weren't going to make me cry.
1: um it's just a real kind of experience because you don't expect them to talk like that yeah because it's like oh no when you see like a certain person you're like oh yeah i thought you were gonna talk like that but you you're actually like a normal person like with like with muslims and everything it's like oh that's right you're a regular person Mm. but for some reason there's these rich people were like oh you're a rich person and you talk oh like, no, they
0: were exactly. Oh my god, they wow. talked like rich people. They had like they had an Australian accent, but it was it was far too posh. Yeah,
1: it was I far know too exactly posh. And Immediately, world, I was yeah.
0: like, "Why are you on the train with us, plebs? Yeah. Why are you here?
1: <laughs> we're not worthy.
0: We're not worthy.
1: Well, no, like I mean,
0: really, please it, go.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, there's there's many of those. Uh, that kind is around like South Yara and Turak and, and all that sort of stuff. So Oh
0: actually that's exactly where I was. So never mind. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I was in you, Paran. You From were right. Paran. You were Paran. I was You were
0: was
2: in, 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 in the it. middle
1: of it. You were in the oh middle of that sanctuary. Oh in that enclosure. God. That's where you were. <laughs> oh. That vast that vast That's... enclosure. <laughs> you
0: know, I was thinking it was a really nice neighborhood and now I know why. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, wow, yeah. this is a really nice, like this little block here, like <laughs> so many cute little shops, blah, 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 blah. Now you tell me I was right in the middle of like a place that I could never even afford to go into a no, shop. I'm no. really glad I didn't go in now because that was, that uh, would have been. I you, you have that
1: feeling when you sort of like, you realize yeah. you're in a place that probably maybe you shouldn't be, but just like, this isn't your natural habitat, and you can feel it in the mm. in the air. So that's where you were in, in yeah, that area. I,
0: <laughs> I mistook it for like a hipster vibe, but I think it was more of like I'm a rich shopper vibe, which which is cool. Yeah, but yeah, I would, exactly have like, was. <laughs> I would have had to pay rent to step into one of those shops. So I yeah, wisely put, did not.
1: You would have had to put a bond down or something like that. To, yeah, to,
0: to I just sort it. of drooled in the window a little bit and then moved yeah. on. Yeah. Mm.
1: See that's the thing, like, because that's along Chapel Street and that sort of area around there, and Chapel Street's a really weird kind of like cornucopia of different strats, stratas of lives and and cultures and like people. Like you've got
2: yeah.
1: you've got sort of like the um, the Richmond sort of Cremorne area, which is sort of like footy, pubby, but sort of like in the higher end, like where you've got people who are like they're in like bespoke agency jobs or like they went to, they went to uni and they sort of have some, like you look at them and go, they're relatively successful, but they'll tell you what their job is and you don't actually know what their job is. Like it's like, Oh, I'm an, I run an account or I'm part of an agency. It's like, yeah, but what does that actually mean? You know, they don't really, they're just, they're just vague terminologies, you know? Uh, I'm an executive. What? You know, oh, sure. Okay, that's fine. You you have a car that looks like it's from, you know, after 2013. So you should be sweet. And then you sort of move down there to South Yarra and that's that's the high end of town. You know, very mm. expensive. Like just you can see like just a lot of plastic surgery and um, a lot of tans happening and, and clearly the guys have coloured their hair a lot darker than, oh. you know, they should have. Um <laughs> You, know, <laughs> you have strong you know.
0: feelings on this.
1: No, no, that's okay. I, I, I tr-
0: color, you I
1: tried that. I tried that once, a couple of times. I don't know. I once think it worked you? out. Anyway, ah, um, and lovely. yeah, I think it's that's for another time. But I think I managed to do it quite well. But it's just too much effort. I think. Can I
0: help it. you dye your hair next time?
1: <laughs> by all means, give it a shot. Can we, can
0: we make it purple.
1: We can make. Yeah, sure. That'll that'll go down well.
0: I don't know. I just really like purple. Yeah. I dyed my yeah. hair purple once. We can do that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The nice that thing be- about my
0: hair is that like temporary stuff tends, tends to stay in a lot longer, which is sort of like a little bit like, ooh, it's it going to come out? But also like, ah, whatever. If I have to go around with pink hair, I don't really care.
1: <laughs> you can work with that. Like that, You can yeah. you can deal with that.
0: Absolutely we, can. We can make
1: that another, we can make that a special edition episode.
0: Yes. Ca- oh,
1: Carolyn dyes Nick's hair. chaos ensues Mm. um yeah so like oh of course and so yeah so South Yara and you've got you know high end of town very kind of um you know expensive stores sort of those sort of uh designer labels uh you know the the shops that are like clearly don't go in there unless you actually can buy something yeah Um, it was very
0: boutiquey.
1: yeah expensive restaurants as well but even Even restaurants that don't look expensive just are expensive because that's where they are, you know. Mm, Lawyers everywhere, I'm assuming. Uh, And then you keep going down and Paran sort of a little bit less expensive but still quite high end. they got a market somewhere in there. But then you get down to Windsor and like kind of clears up a little bit and there's a bit more of the – there is a bit more of a hipster vibe down there. Okay, so m- mangled with like, um, with like the what's the word? Not the yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure where you are going. I am uh, yeah, not sure because, either. All right. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> it's clashes with like kind of the more uh, trendy, like those ones where you sort of feel like you would see it on broadsheet like a like a store or a restaurant that's like very kind of cutting edge and a little oh, bit strange. Yeah, very and, new. Yeah. Sort of
0: it's eccentric. eccentric. Exce- Is yeah, that really? eccentric.
1: Yeah. And there's also a paint yeah. store. But like not like a oh. arty paint store, but just like an actual like a paint store that you, oh, you, that you buy paint to you know paint houses with. Like just just planted there. And it just it's just so out of place. But just so fantastically, kind of like Melbourne, that that would be a thing. I you do these, like that. Yeah. So that's Chapel Street for you. Well, that's the topic. I
0: knew Peran had to have like a freaking market. I just looked at it and I was like, there's definitely a market that goes on here at least once a month.
1: Yeah, they do. I, I think it's like every knew it. Every second week or something. So I kind of want to
0: go to it yeah. too. But, they do uh, a cheese thing there well. as well. Oh, don't even tell me. So,
1: so yeah, you experienced Paran, which was
0: Uh, mine is a little bit disappointing, and like, well, we'll not disappointing, but it's it's, like depressing. (laughs) Yeah. So, yours is if yours is good, then yours should be. If yours is happy, um, because my news thing is actually about um, how someone has, like, I think this has been in the news for a little bit now in Victoria, but. Um, you know how farmers and wedge-tailed eagles have seemingly have a rivalry that is kind of one-sided because it's kind of just like the farmers hating on the eagles. Yeah. um, Because they say that they come down and swoop down and steal their lambs. And uh, someone has finally been charged. A guy has finally been charged following the deaths of at least 137 wedge-tailed eagles by poisoning them. And apparently he like hid the carcasses. God. um, yeah, and like obviously under the Wildlife Act you can't do that because you kind of <laughs> need to conserve um uh, conserve things like that. Yeah. And it just was like this we've had the same kind of problem, just relating this back because because I can, I guess. Yeah. Um, with environmental science and sort of conservation areas, you have the same problems almost everywhere. If you look, everyone um, and it tends to be people who live who live off the land more like farmers yeah. or like provide off the land. And I can understand where they're coming from, but they always have a problem with apex predators, and and like we need to do a better job of reinforcing in everyone's minds that you have to have these apex predators, yeah, or you literally can't have an ecosystem because we killed them all in Wisconsin, or basically brought them to the brink of extinction in Wisconsin.
1: Those wedge tail. We're sort of slowly. In, uh, e- sorry, e-
0: not, not wedge tail eagles in wolves.
1: Okay. Oh um, right. So yeah.
0: Different. Different animals, but like wolves in Wisconsin, wedge-tailed eagles, eagles in Victoria. Yeah. we um, had the same problems, except that their natural prey, the deer, got so out of hand that now we're getting stuff like chronic wasting disease. Like right. it's becoming more and more prevalent because you have such a large population that even the hunting that you do can't necessarily make up for like what they have. And it's, it's become a problem. And I honestly could go on and on for probably about half an hour, but I won't. But, like, it's just sort of the idea of, like, how do we make people understand that if they're going to raise livestock, like, yes, it's going to happen that apex predators will probably steal your livestock unless you keep them locked up, which I guess a lot of people don't. Um, and even then, they might steal your livestock. But at that at the same time, like maybe the government can subsidize what you lose. Like, it's just going to happen. It's natural. You can't fight off every single apex predator you see. Yeah. Like, that's not healthy <laughs> for you or them. No. Um, you can't go poisoning eagles. Like, eagles are so important.
1: That's not cool, man.
0: It's not cool, man. No, like, what? 137, if not more? Like, At- they don't even know if there's more.
1: At what point did he realize that maybe he should stop? Like, or, or was there a point where he's like, should I keep going, or should I not? And he just sort of like he he went at like sixty did he go, that's enough.
0: Like, I mean, 80, it says here that he started doing it in like October two thousand sixteen, just setting out these poison baits, yeah, which could honestly be used for anything. I know um Australia doesn't have a large number of carnivorous um like larger mammals, you know yeah, like yeah. if we set if someone set out a trap for something, in america you could get a bear you could get a fox you could get a coyote you could get um you could get a bald eagle which would be an even bigger offense i think um, um,
1: a which, cougar Do
0: they have a cougar a cougar yeah you could yeah. get so many things yeah. here you could get like wedge-tailed eagles you could get wild dogs but you could also get someone's domesticated dog which yeah. is also a big problem with bait traps. Like that has been happening a lot in New Zealand because they keep putting out these possum baits and dogs keep eating them. And you're like, have we not learned anything?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, clearly we haven't. Like-
0: I don't think we have.
1: <laughs> this, like there's this lack of common sense and um, understanding, like we, we need to be part of an ecosystem. Like we're not separate from it. Even like- Even if it just, even if you want to think we are, eventually it's going to come back to bite us in the arse. Like you kind Mm, of need to realize that and people tend not to. I just find it, yeah, like just really deflating to hear news like that. Yeah. Because you think.
0: It frustrated me because like what can you do to further educate people? Because it's not like, I mean, I don't think that everyone is bad you know like i don't think no, no obviously farmers would be frustrated if they were losing livestock and stuff like that um and i would probably be frustrated if i were in the same the same boat but it's like what can we do to fix this problem so people don't have to resort to these different measures that yeah. aren't working yeah there's How no- do you educate people yeah
1: exactly like you know find the root of the problem um and again and you hit it on the head like it's education it's <laughs> literally it like just educate people in a very uh non-condescending way which i think is yes. a big thing yes. um, right. attitude is a huge thing when it comes to education when it comes to uh uh these sorts of things actually a whole range of like social issues and you know ecological and and uh climate issues or like education is fantastic and i think it's so warranted like it's essential yet and this might just be, um, it might be accidental and it, or it might just be perceived that way. But there's a, there is an element where people who resist, uh, uh, you know, garnering, you know, more knowledge in those fields to help them and to help everybody else and to help society and the environment and I guess the planet in general uh, is that they think that they're being talked down to. Yeah, uh, and, and sometimes they to,
0: are, you know, sometimes. Yeah, it,
1: it, I'm sure it comes I mean, that out that way. Yeah,
0: it, it just comes out that way, whether they mean it to or just that they're trying to do new things. And so I think that's why it's also really important. I've said it before, I'll say it again, that scientific papers are written, like if you're not going to write it in a way that everyone can understand, you need to write it in like two different ways, like yes. layman's terms. Like so, if I read a physics paper, I could understand it, and yeah. then terms for everyone else. Because you know the reason, the reason that we don't. Um, my cat is asking for dinner. <laughs> by the way, if you couldn't hear that, <laughs> um, and 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 Doug is going to give her dinner, so don't mind the, the crackling in the background. Okay. Um, yeah, but like the reason that a lot of people who you know, maybe don't go to college or, like, maybe they're not as interested in the sciences, don't understand some of the sciences, is because it's really hard to understand. Like, I don't get half of it. It takes me, like, three hours to read a scientific paper. And I'm, like, half the time, I'm, like, it's – it's honestly, the way they write. Yeah. It's, like, chewing through a really dry muffin. And you're, like, God, this muffin is going to taste good at the end. But right now, <laughs> I hate it.
1: I just hate it. With all – with every fiber of your being. you just –
0: Every fiber of my being, I'm like, I cannot chew this muffin any longer. Yeah. But I need to, to understand this. And that's, that's (laughs) what uh, we need to make easier for people. (laughs) We gotta, we gotta (laughs) chew the muffin for them. Ooh, that's not a good, Uh, terrible phrase. We
1: gotta, we gotta add some flavor to it. That's not going to dumb it. That's not going to like hide the nutrients of the article. Yeah. Yeah. But actually, uh, yeah, <laughs> give it more taste, give it more flavor, give it more zip, give mm. it more you know, give it punch. more moisture, moisture. Yeah, let it grow, moisture let it ferment. Is nice. oh. You know, ferment,
0: <laughs> fermented with muffins, fermented I think muffins. We just that- but okay,
1: yeah, um, which is a really cool segue to what my piece of news was, oh, which sweet. is has nothing to do with anything that's actually happening you know, on this planet or actually, yes, it actually does. Um, uh, so there I'm was, interested. yeah, okay. So uh, there was a piece, uh, there was a scientific paper that was released, uh, that was, has been accepted for publication, uh, co-authored by a few people from a few people, like professors and everything, like, you know, legit people, um, from Vanderbilt, <laughs> Dortmund, people. Aviero Edinburgh, and Chapman University. Uh, and what the paper was, was a theory that uh, an international team of physicists have developed an out-of-box theory that shortly after it popped into existence 13.8 billion years ago, the universe was filled with knots formed from flexible flexible strands of energy called flux tubes that link elementary particles together. Which basically yeah. means it gives us a neat explanation as to why we inhabit a three-dimensional world.
0: What? Yeah,
1: just That's... wrap your head around that one.
0: Just like I'm trying to, I'm gonna <laughs> have to. Can you link me to that? Actually, yeah, like, well, I will. I will send have you. Fun reading that.
1: Yeah, it's really, it's really cool because it's a weird. The first thing, and I've read a couple of articles, and obviously I can't remember it because I'm terrible. My memory is just terrible, but I've got them up. <laughs>
0: Because you're old now.
1: Yeah, I'm old. But the, the thing that really struck me with it was the fact that like that actual question of why we inhabit a three dimensional spatial universe.
0: I had honestly never thought of that before. D- yeah, me
1: neither. It's like holy shit! Like that someone makes someone did. <laughs> That's why I feel like scientists yeah. are like the most imaginative people on the planet. Because how who yeah. who's going to think about that, really? Not me. And so it goes on that um, so that it not only explains the predominances of of three dimensions but also provides a natural power source for the inflationary growth spurt that most cosmologists believe the universe went through microseconds after it burst into existence. So it kind of is a nice little problem solver for a few uh, questions that uh, have plagued uh, cosmologists and whatnot for quite a while now. I just think it's a really yeah. cool little theory because it just makes. That's
0: really cool.
1: It makes so much kind of like, it makes like so much sense. Like it's like beautifully simple. It's like, like, it, like, it's one of those theories where, and every time I read a new theory, it's like, oh, why didn't I think of that? Of course that makes sense. <laughs> you know? And that's. Yeah, like,
0: yeah. You're like, oh, well, of course. Yeah. Obviously. Little, yeah. little cubic thing. Yeah. Why not? Sure. Yeah,
1: flux tubes. Um, totally.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> why yeah.
0: not
1: um so the flux tubes are comprised of quarks held together by gluons which are two different types of elementary particles for people for the people out there so
0: yeah for like people like me good
1: yeah i mean i've read a couple of things and it's it does i love how like and it, this goes back to what you're talking about like it the, the two articles i've got do make it pretty clear on on how things are but i haven't actually read the mm. paper yet which i feel like is oh, going that, like, to be a big big
0: paper yeah, yeah the actual
1: paper i feel like that might be like a, a big
0: muffin yeah big a real big, big muffin, muffin.
1: <laughs> i've got a yeah so cuz have you ever read stuff like scientific um uh articles on wikipedia like like math, um. like mathematical equations and stuff like that like it's like, like the Fermi equation, Probably. for example. Well, anyway, like. I'm
0: sure I have.
1: So, like, it always starts off like something you can understand, you know, like the first couple <laughs> of paragraphs, like the intro, like, Oh, yeah, this makes sense. And then, like, they start getting into, like, the nitty gritty of it. And then, like, equations start popping up. And you just, and all of a sudden you just, my eyes glaze over because you're what you're reading it, but you can't actually fathom what's act, what's happening now. And even though there's like the secrets of the universe is within this, it's just not computing at, at any level whatsoever. It's like, Oh, this is important for the basis of the universe, but I don't understand it. And that's pretty much. I kind of so- love
0: that though. Yeah.
1: It's like, there's some things that are so vast that you kind of, you know, you just scrolling through it on a feed isn't going to give you everything. Like you need to actually like Mm -hmm. take a seat Sit down and and think about it. So that was like, um,
0: yeah, my geology class sort of went through like back in, back in college, back in the good old days, (laughs) it went through because they wanted us to understand where a lot of the minerals and rocks came from Yeah, and you have to stop before earth and then you have to sort of go through the universe stuff. And he went through that like the first or second day, And after class, I I just had to go home and, like, sit on the sofa for, like, an hour and just think about it to really get it. And, like, just read my notes and be like, what? And then my my housemate came home and was like, are you high? And I was like, (laughs) on science. And he didn't think that was funny as I did. Um, But, yeah. No, you're right. Like, you totally do it. You you can't do it all at once. You have to just, like, sit there and be like, huh. Wow. I am mostly empty space. Yeah.
1: Um, and there was another thing that I, I was listening to a Ted talk, uh, or one of like the, the Ted podcast thing that they do. And, um, I can't remember most of it, but <laughs> there was one part. It's going
2: to be good. <laughs> yeah. It was
1: one, it, it was about, um, things that are hidden. And, um, so one was about, uh, like ancient civilizations from, uh, in and sort of utilizing, you know, citizen archaeologists and space technology to figure things out there, um, another one was um, um, Robert Ballard, and who discovered the Titanic's, and doing a lot of research and developing technology about um, exploring the depths of the ocean and whatnot. And another one was about a guy who's ex- experimenting with um, getting, uh, analyzing, and and pulling sound from inanimate objects. So what what he says is basically everything vibrates, so everything oh, yeah. in the universe vibrates. So we vibrate on some microscopic level, and so I've always
0: felt that I vibrate. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. And so I
0: just with anxiety, just you know? yeah,
1: yeah. That sort of nervousness, that tick, just never really kind of goes mm, away. That's me. And um, he he experimented with a bag of potato chips, um, and what he got was this. So he screamed into the potato chips. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, what? I, I I, really, you really need to check it out. Like, it's really funny. Like, he starts to, he recites, Mary had a little lamb, like, yells it. Oh. Uh, it's really fantastic. And then he plays, and then they sort of extract um, sort of the the vibrations from it, that element, like, what's happening in the, with the potato chip packet and what they get is his voice. And then they did it again with whatever, like whatever instruments they had uh, placed outside of the room and they got it again. So I found it really fascinating how they were able to kind of extract sound from basically anything, which is like a good thing. And also like a possibly, uh, Bad thing that it can oh be done, god. but oh,
0: like you could spy on people through their walls, just their yeah. walls. I mean,
1: that's that's oh already god, ha- yeah, know right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the hills have oh eyes god. and the walls have ears. Like it's just all.
0: Oh my god, I'm so paranoid. Yeah, right. thanks.
1: Sorry Nick. about that. Um, mm. What what else was I going to say? That might make things better.
0: I don't know, um, but you better be careful who you say it to. I know, right. <laughs> Not the potato chips. How, They'll fucking tell. I
1: know, right? They're, they're gonna snitch. That's what they're gonna do. <laughs> oh. <laughs> snitch, snitch chips. Better than Smith chip. chips. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, flux tubes. That's that's the that's a thing.
0: <laughs> Just wrapping it, but yeah, flux tubes. <laughs> oh yeah. Thanks, Nick. oh so. my god! So every time I yell at my DS, like your Pokemon is shit. Yeah, like they can hear me. Well, oh, no. It's
1: yeah. look, well, yeah. Oh no. It's not no, no one can hear you at the moment. That but doesn't sound the, the better.
0: Is, no. The inanimate objects can hear me. Oh my god, the void can hear the me. Void can the void can hear you. Yeah, the I'm void will scream back. I'm going to
1: Yeah. That went off the rails. I didn't I'm I didn't want it to be as nope, it's, dark as it, needs to be. it did. It really just it's, fell apart completely. I
0: love it. It's good.
1: I was gonna say Um <laughs> Back to what you're talking about with um, when you read something and you need to soak it in, my fear, oh, yeah. as always, is that uh, if I read something, I won't soak it in enough and then I'll move oh. on to the next one and then I'll completely forget what I soaked in. Like it, So I guess it doesn't soak in. I'm automatically like worst case scenario with it where it just ah. isn't going to like resonate it's going to like bounce off me. That's like my number one irrational fear is that I'll read something and I'll be like, oh, that's awesome. I'm never going to remember this. You know, but then I tend to at some point. It's just Yeah, this. I feel like
0: it does definitely soak in. But yeah, I, I understand that fear.
1: But and also at the same time, like some of the stuff is like, well, I'm not going to use it. Like it's really cool <laughs> to know, but just.
0: Half calculus, Yeah,
1: Yeah, exactly. But practically, unless you are actually going to use that in your field of work, you're not really going to need it. So, like, I would love to know physics more, but then I'm like, well, I'm not really going to use it you know,
0: (laughs) space for like jingles from TV. Yeah,
1: exactly. Just red. There's only
0: so much space. Yeah, exactly.
1: So yeah. So it's one of those fears where it's so unfounded because it actually doesn't exist. And yet it just percolates every now and again.
0: That is really funny though. Yeah. (laughs) You're totally right. Um, I never have that problem because I, as a very OCD person, have always been a very slow reader and I realized as I was going through like middle and high school, it's because I won't move on until I understand everything. So if I'm very tired, it's very difficult for me to read.
1: That's really good. I I think that's a really good sort of... Drive to have is that you're, you, are you want to know before yes, you move yeah. on. Yeah, it can slow things down. Really
0: sucked in college. Yeah. they're like, oh, here's 200 pages to read in three days, and I was like, oh my god, this, this <laughs> won't happen. You keep, very hard for me to skim.
1: You keep saying that, but it's never gonna. I, I'm not gonna do it.
0: <laughs> I don't <laughs> nice believe try. these 200 pages. Um, yeah, because skimming. I mean, I can do it, but yeah, well, I won't retain nearly as much. And I guess that's. Just what happens. But you know, if I went back and read it, it would take me, you know, a little bit longer to read, but I'd have a pretty good idea. Which is, I guess, why it took me so long on every page of the oh, I was reading a music therapy book, but it's got all this really cool brain activity in it. And like it oh, yeah. explains all the stuff. And yeah, I was taken like easily five to ten minutes on a page just yeah. because there was so much stuff in there. Um and people on the plane next to me must have been like, she is so slow <laughs> but which is fine yeah. because they don't need to know that I was reading about music therapy and biomedical jargon
1: yeah exactly uh, yeah. like that's yeah. not
0: just a bit of light bed yeah.
1: <laughs> um have you ever we might wrap it up soon but I was going to say this have you do you use Twitter
0: I do use okay, Twitter so
1: this is what everyone this have, is what everyone or, do should
0: you do use Twitter? yeah
1: I use it for Swish and that's about oh, it. Okay,
0: I should be following. <laughs> you. I do. I do right, kind
1: I of. Um, I check it every now and again, but I go through it a lot more than I used to. Oh, okay, uh, but everyone should follow Lin Manuel Miranda. Oh, I love him. Have you? Do you follow him?
0: I already follow him. Yeah, <laughs> I love him.
1: Have you seen his tweets, like so, like the inspirational ones that he just writes out?
0: Yeah. Yeah, they're so lovely That man is like a gem We must protect him at all yeah. costs If the aliens come We will all get in a line before him And be like You must pass through Every single one of us What
1: well, I feel like that's not what? As mm. Ideal as maybe like a circle Around him Like 25 million
0: dead. I was thinking like a big battalion line But also I didn't oh, really explain yeah Because I there, just so. For
1: some reason I just thought yeah. like one Like a line In front of him Like uh, no <laughs> I,
0: I see where I went wrong yeah.
1: no that I think that was my fault for not having a good battle mm-hmm. plan apparently I'm not gonna be it's great okay. tactically when the aliens arrive don't look to me yeah, for well, you can be... plans <laughs> 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 I'll just line everybody up in one <laughs> one line straight ahead all right people let's oh, okay. do it <laughs> we're gonna make this happen but yeah he people should follow him and read his inspirational tweets because they're joyful and inspiring and encouraging and motivational yes and
0: they keep me going they
1: you know they're bright you know they're it feels like things are brighter when he says stuff you know you feel yeah, like there's a, there's a little does. bit more hope and i'm never i'm never one for role models or or to sort of like put your faith into into sort of as many public figures or whatever, but you know, he's the sort of person that you just like, yeah, that's the guy. That's, that's, that that's a good guy. You know, that's a happy, that's guy. A happy guy.
0: He's very, he's happy. A
1: very, very, happy he's
0: happy. Guy. <laughs> and he makes me happy, which is hard to do.
1: Yeah, exactly. So that's,
0: um, you can't wrap it up though, because you haven't told me your thoughts on Sasquatch cheese real quick. Just
1: for some reason, I thought, I, I thought, I thought squiss, Squish. <laughs> I thought squish. <laughs> okay, so I had oh, yeah. I had Swiss cheese today in a sandwich. Um
2: oh.
1: And so for me, I'm thinking like, is it cheese made for a Sasquatch? Because like when you take a look at names for cheeses, they're not specifically like, you know, to whatever that thing is supposed to be like swiss cheese isn't made for swiss people specifically these days unless we're (laughs) hot it may have been um same with like um gorgonzola it's not for like the gorgons anymore so (laughs) (laughs) so yeah
0: um maybe it's made from a sasquatch you don't know that's the thing. Is it
1: a delicacy? It kind of feels like it's going to be a delicacy.
0: I I would imagine that it's a very hairy sort of che- – I was thinking it was more like a blue cheese where it was yeah. like you don't really want to eat it, but like you'll eat it to impress your rich friends. Yeah, I was
1: going to say it's going to be in South Yarra somewhere. That's where it's going to be found. Oh, it's definitely, yeah. <laughs> Is it- it's
0: like a Sasquatch cheese. Oh, it's a delicacy over in South yeah. Yarra. Mm-hmm. For some reason,
1: it it feels like it's it. going to smell like urine in some sense. I don't know why
0: Oh, but no, that's like fair. strong,
1: like something strong, it's going to just be off pu- off-putting, put, but yeah, but also kind but of, you still have yeah, to eat it. like kind of also tantalizing. Okay.
0: <laughs> I don't know if that would Is be that the right way to describe intriguing? that smell intriguing like maybe you want to try it just because you've never tried it and you're like secretly i think i'll regret yeah. this but also let's, let's go you for don't it.
1: you don't want to be um, that guy that sort of passes on the no. on the sasquatch cheese Well,
0: you, you can't be the guy who's like i don't respect your your hipster culture and not you know not eat the sasquatch cheese now,
1: um, yeah i mean sasquatch cheese on yeah. like cole's crackers now that's a <laughs> that's a combination that's-
0: Delicacy, yeah, man. that's
1: you save the money on the crackers. You know the dollar twenty save savings that you get on the crackers for the four hundred yeah. per pound per ounce for the for the Sasquatch cheese.
0: Yeah, well, you only need a little bit. It's very potent.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it feels like something that you've had that similar. It's like you you've been close to something similar to that at some point. You've had an experience.
0: Mm, I'm just making this up, to be honest. I am actually just making this up. But if I think of something, I'll definitely tell you on the next podcast. Okay. But I can't think of anything that's like that potent. No. Except for maybe like Vegemite. That is
1: potent. But that's you know,
0: that's not, that is potent. But it doesn't smell, it's not cheese. So.
1: No, it's, it's not. It could be in cheese. I'm pretty sure someone's made that at some point.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Little bits are yeah. totally fine. But see, it's potent. You only need Don't a little bit.
1: Use a spoon to eat it.
0: Don't, okay. use,
1: don't please. Don't, 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 you know, it's not ice cream or peanut butter, okay?
0: It's definitely not <laughs> peanut butter. It's most definitely not Nutella. Yeah.
1: <laughs> if you wanted to talk about something that was like frustrating you, like one thing, mainly because oh, yeah. the one thing that's frustrating me at the moment is the Chicago Cubs. They're just annoying me oh. at the moment because they're only one game in front now and they just can't seem to find a way to get away from the Brewers, which is ostensibly <laughs> your team. <laughs> and it's annoying me so much. <laughs> <laughs> they've, you know, they That's they lost. The ag- opposite of I know, I know, right? <laughs> they lost again today against them. You know, it's the last game between them for the whole season and they just couldn't find a way. And it was in Chicago as well. And it's just, I mean, look, they they haven't stopped playing for like 20 days because they've had weird weather stuff and you know, double headers and everything. And it just doesn't seem to be mm-hmm. working out for them. It's been really tough for the last month or so. Uh, but I just, it's just frustrating because there's games where they should have won. They didn't. And like, they had some games against um, like some low place teams, And they just couldn't find like a way to like get more wins out of it. And I just, yeah. it's frustrating. The Brewers are so close because
0: I'll be honest. That was all over my Facebook today yeah. because I'm friends with like a million people from Wisconsin. Yeah. So the
1: anxiety is Obviously. very real for me now. Like I'm just thinking, Oh my God, are we going to even make the playoffs? We should, we should still win a division, but it shouldn't be this close. Okay. So, <laughs> lulls,
0: lulls, so that's, lulls, lulls. that's
1: what's frustrating me at the moment, the Cubs, oh, but I'm sure they'll be fine. I'm
0: really, I'm really sorry that you're frustrated. Yeah, thanks, I thanks, thanks think they me. will be fine. I think they'll, they'll manage to <laughs> pull ahead. They generally do.
1: Yeah.
2: But, um,
0: can you imagine how thrilling it is for the Brewers fans to know that even though we probably won't win, we haven't sucked this year, which is nice. Yeah, for like you two know, years brilliant. in
1: a row now, you guys have not sucked. Like, that's... Boom. Like, I was I was grateful for it last year because I'm like, yeah, Brewers, good on you. You're not like a laughingstock. And then now it's kind of annoying. It's like, okay, be you've like, had okay, your fun. Be okay. Just be mediocre. We get it.
0: You're the underdogs. Go Yeah, back. you don't
1: need to be <laughs> terrible <laughs> again. Just don't be good. Be literally in the middle of the road that's all we want but that's you're just fair. not going yeah. away and then you made some good acquisitions and i'm like oh why uh,
0: we're gonna have to come switch to our side now no. One <laughs> of, us.
1: One of us. i shall resist as long as i can i will die before <laughs> i become a okay oh but that's where we're at i'm not gonna literally die that's- i have my, it's, okay. i have too much there's I'm not gonna put in the effort for you that. Don't want to live there. No. I've yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: I mean, so man, it's cool. Like if you if you really people. don't want to be one of us, it's fine. I'll
1: just... <laughs> don't die. I think we're done. Unless you have anything that you're frustrated about. I don't know if this is gonna be a You segment, know,
0: not but... no, I think I already I feel like I already I already did my rants with the the rich people. You did, so yeah. I feel like I'm all ranted okay. out. I, I feel pretty good about it. That's that. pretty cool. But I'm glad you got that yeah. off your chest. Yeah, Yeah. That, that, that feels better for both. of
1: us. <laughs> More for you than for me, but okay.
0: Yeah. Cause I got to rub your face in a little yeah, bit. You know, that I
1: felt know. real. I forgot cool. about that part. And then you just, yeah. Realize anyway, Love you. we're done. <laughs> we're done for the day. Okay.